0: It's good to have one of those days. I woke up about four o'clock this afternoon. I um, did <laughs> I did a lot, but a little at the same time. House cleaning, um, and I still have a long ways to go. I have a a, a lady friend uh, who I met online who's coming to visit me, uh, in a few weeks, so, gotta get the house and crib spiffied, um, or something like that, or maybe she can clean it when she gets here, I don't fucking know, um, so, it's been a, a interesting a chain of events as of late, um, you know, of course, we've talked, everyone's talked, everyone's talking about the the riotousness, uh, the unrest going on around the country. A lot of people are taking the social media, um, expressing feelings, um, getting mad at their lifelong friends, uh, people saying stuff like, I'm tired of seeing posts that say, I'm not a racist, dot, 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 because, you know, I'm dating a, a person of a different color or, you know, whatever. And, um, uh, or, you know, whatever their excuse is. That's just the one my friend used. And, um, it's like, we don't even know what racist is anymore in this country. When I was growing up, uh, you know, you would have, People like Gerardo Rivera, Her- Gerardo. Uh, yeah, oh man, he was a nut. His his TV talk show for those of you that are younger, it was like the original Jerry Springer show at times. Um, he he had one show that I think made it made him famous, and that was uh, he had, you know, black. Racist on one side of the stage, and he had white racist on the other. And one of the Ku Klux Klan or skinhead crackers called this big black dude an Uncle Tom. And the big black dude started to stand up, and it was like, Let me explain something to you. And the uh, he told the one guy to hold on to his seat, and the guy held on to his seat, but the one that made the remark started to stand up and then the black guy knocked him down and chairs and stuff started flying and Geraldo got hit in the nose and broke his nose. So it was like all over the news. And like, I stayed home from school sick so I could see Geraldo get his nose broken. Um, so he, uh, he comes on the beginning of his show with his nose all bandaged up more than, uh, more than any broken nose I've ever seen, but maybe because it was a long time ago, they, they over bandaged noses. I don't know. But, uh, he <laughs> comes out there, uh, and makes this announcement, you know, uh, I just wanted to have a conversation about race. And I never thought a fight would break out. And it's like, really? You've got white racists on one side and black racists on the other. And, you know, the, the point... That has nothing to do with my point at all. My point was, there was a time when racist meant you wanted a total separation of the races... And you didn't want black people in your neighborhood, you didn't want um you know black people even like in the United states you want you know I remember in the nineties and it still goes on today. you know they say go back to Africa well, you know that's bullshit. One thing, some of these black people didn't volunteer to come over here. Uh, Well, the descendants of slaves didn't volunteer to come here. Um, Secondly, um, why would you want people to leave your country? I mean, it, it wasn't being said by people that were complaining like you hear celebrities like uh, Alec Baldwin and different people say, Well, if George Bush gets reelected, I'm moving to Canada. And if Donald Trump gets elected, I'm moving to Canada. And then, of course, they don't. You know, it, they just, they're idiots. And Alec Baldwin wants to be Donald Trump. He's an ass. Uh, and he abuses his kids and his wife verbally. Um, It's just horrible. He's a terrible human being, you know. Um, So, but that was racism when I was growing up. That's the definition I grew up under was, you know, if you were racist, you didn't have black friends, you know. And now I hear that, well, if, like, if you feel sorry for black people in general, right? You're a racist because you're looking down at them. Uh black people can be racist against other white or against other black people. Uh white people can be racist against other white people, which I kind of fall into that category. I'm not a big I, I don't trust white people. Um I mean it's just true. Anytime I've been ripped off, con, stolen from, picked on, bullied, it's always been by a white person, and usually uh, it was a black person coming to my defense. So, anyways, that's a side story. So, I grew up hearing if you're racist, uh, this is what we we're taught in schools that you just you don't like anybody of another race, and it can be multiple races. It can be just one race that you hate, uh, and so on. But now it's such a broad, generalized term. But they want to conjure up the images of 1950s and 60s America. And I know it still happens, but on a much smaller scale where uh, you had segregation uh, you know in mass before Martin Luther King jr., you had you know uh, uh, Jim Crow laws like uh, keeping black people from going out and voting by uh making them pay a poll tax or they had to uh take a literacy test and it would be written you know in the king's old English with thou and thee and hither and thither and all these words that shit hell half of us can't say. Um, And it was a very ignorant, troubling time. And it still goes on to a a degree, and I'm seeing more and more of it, and I'm seeing more and more of the light. But you know what? It, It would have been through a lot more educational to me through a peaceful protest or educational protest. Than it is by these uh, assholes going out and busting up windows and this and that. Um, people have stated that Donald Trump hasn't done enough. I've repeatedly heard him denounce the Ahmad Arbery murder. I've heard him denounce... The murder of George Floyd. The problem is, no one listens to the president's speeches anymore. If they listen to maybe CNN, PMS, NBC, um the uh, Fox News, whatever, and those people tell you their opinion of what he said, and but they preface it with. Well, today the president said, "I want to, you know, eat babies," and everybody goes on Facebook and Twitter and goes around the beauty shop and the barber shop gossip. And oh, I saw it on CNN last night. Donald Trump said he wants to eat babies. No, that was the CNN anchor's uh, opinion of what Donald Trump said, or the Fox News anchor. I don't want to leave them out. Um, I was watching Fox News today because I only watch the news, okay, when there's breaking news. And so I came home and I turned, I opened my uh, computer browser and on my MSN feed it said, you know, President to address the nation, you know, live coverage. Well, they didn't update their, (laughs) their headline because the address had already happened. But anyways, I clicked on it, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And so then I'm like, well, let me flip to Fox News. And then uh, Fox News under the, uh, or on the banner at the bottom of the screen, had a quote from Trump and said... I would take a stogie break. Uh, it says said under their quotes, um, Trump says I'm a president of law and order. So I'm like, uh, does that mean the speech already happened or did they get uh, like a leak a pre-transcript or something? So I started, you know, going back, backing up uh through the that little line that comes up on the bottom of the screen, the timeline or whatever the hell that is. And anyways, I backed it up and saw the president standing at the podium And I watched the speech, and it was, you know, a good speech. It was more about law and order. You know, he did say that, you know, the police were wrong, I believe. He did say that his heart goes out to George Floyd's family. Uh, George Floyd's family has been in the media calling for peace uh, and saying this isn't what George would have wanted. The the rioters aren't going to listen to that, but... You know, people say, you know, Trump hid in a bunker and the White House was blacked out. This isn't the response we need from our president. There's a protocol, people. The Secret Service takes over and says, Mr. President, we're going to the bunker downstairs until things are safe outside. Okay, they turned the lights off at the White House so that the protesters couldn't see as well but I'm sure the secret service and whatnot had night vision goggles so they could see the protesters and the protesters or pardon me rioters couldn't see them okay and you know that's a part of the protocol to protect the president that's just the way it is now I heard that the president gave a speech on Saturday um I did not see that one I saw tonight's speech. Um, I think it was good, and it was about restoring order. Uh, You know, he wants governors to bring up their National Guard. If they can't do it, he will step in with the military and do it. But yeah, law and order needs to be restored. And it's basically a thing of, well, there has to be such an overwhelming... Force out there of police uh, National Guard and uh, even military that it, it's over you know the authorities control the streets and everyone's going to cry out martial law well you shouldn't have been breaking the fucking laws huh you idiots and it, you know what it's not Black people that are doing this now, let me tell you something. Trump has called for peace. the strogy work read George the George Floyd family has called for peace. Guess who's not calling for peace? Martin Luther King III. The son of the great civil rights leader, Martin Luther King Jr. The man who said, you know, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can drive out darkness. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can drive out hate. His son is on Twitter now for two days in a row, repeatedly tweeting, no, ju- no justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. That's, that's real good leadership, you know. Real good community leadership there. Uh, Barack Obama had a post. It wasn't a call for peace, at least not that I've seen so far. He may have tweeted something. Uh, Al Sharpton has not called for peace in the black community, um, so uh, I can't see Jesse Jackson's tweets. I haven't seen him on the news or anywhere. Um, I'm sure he's been out there. I just haven't been able to find him. Haven't looked real hard, to be honest with you. If he was a leader, he'd be out there putting his, you know, pushing, you know, putting his face out there in public. But you know, I don't see anybody taking the lead. I see in small doses individuals in the black community, just regular community members calling for peace. I see them out there with their megaphones saying, we've got to stop this violence. We've got to stop destroying our own cities. I mean, even if, you, if you're if you from... Um, what's starting to come towards, it's in Youngstown, Ohio now. Okay, they started out with a pretty peaceful protest in the morning, and as the day went on, agitators came out um, and started doing other things, but a couple of the the protest order organizers I saw on Facebook, and uh, I shared their posts for two reasons. One, I knew some friends who wanted to go to rallies, and I also knew that I should warn my other friends to avoid these areas because in case something broke out. Um, but as the day went on, the agitators came in, and you could overhear people in the crowd saying, uh, there are people from Detroit coming coming in later today. Um, you could hear it on the news reel that you weren't supposed to hear it, but you know when a reporter's got an open microphone uh, or is <coughs> recording with their cell phone, you overhear things you're not supposed to. Um, so I could hear that. I had to guzzle a little water there. So all that's going on. Um, you know, you have a s somebody who's supposed to be a civil rights leader, a leader in the black community, saying on Twitter, no justice, no peace, which I think is a detriment to his father's legacy. I I look up to Martin Luther King Jr. I really, you know, feel that uh At that time, and you know at this time uh some things need to change, and you know, but it doesn't come through violence the change i mean change can come through violence that's why we had world wars but generally, it does not come through violence in something like this; it comes through education, and there do need to be educational rallies and educational protest. It doesn't need to be uh, all white people are born racist. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, we're not. Sorry, I, I like black people a lot more than I like hanging out with white people. But um, anyways, there, I started saying a few days ago, there are people in Antifa uniform. A black mask. There's one kid that's he's wanted in Pittsburgh and on his mask. It has two um, Rifles and then across the middle there's a, a line Which is like the Antifa logo or one of them Antifa is a very loosely based Organization and it's kind of like if me and three friends got together and said hey, let's form an Antifa you know we would be antifa of my neighborhood it, it, they're not like a national charter or something but nonetheless um columbus pittsburgh have all put out wanted pictures of white kids with generally antifa they dress all in black with a black hooded sweatshirt uh and a black bandana or some kind of a black face mask. And so... There, there are agitators out there. And I said it a few days ago. Now I'm getting my proof. My evidence. And people still think I'm fibbing. The dickhead on tweet, Facebook. Um, anyway. he, uh, These guys are now wanted for... Uh, Antagonizing or inciting riots um, in Columbus, there was a, a school bus that had been converted into a I don't know another type of bus, uh, like a it looked like a like a hippie bus, that's what I would call it. But there was all kinds of you know things painted on the side. A little bit like the Partridge family bus, for those of you that are that old. Um, And so we go to uh, Columbus. There's going to be a link in the description. Uh, The Columbus PD uh, stopped this bus for being illegally parked. And inside it, they found... Riot gear, they found weapons, they found guns, they found uh, bricks, uh, baseball bats, uh, by the hundreds. And so, these these are the weapons that are being passed out to the instigators that show up, and some of the protesters that turn into rioters Um, in Dallas, in Detroit. I think Detroit or Chicago, mysterious piles of bricks turn up at the sites of protests. And the protesters don't know why they're there. There have been protesters on YouTube going, Hey, these bricks weren't here a couple of days ago. Where'd they come from? Or, you know... Some of these young black men and women are smart enough to know there are people trying to make them look bad. And they want, once they get, once the Antifa and yes some white supremacist agitators get the crowds going, get the crowd riled up and, you know, group think takes over, then, you know, they'll pick up a brick and throw it, and it'll get, incite the next person to pick up a brick and throw it, and, you know, this goes on and on, but now we're starting to see proof. The Columbus and P- Pittsburgh police departments and probably other departments have photographic evidence and have wanted uh, warrants or whatever you call them. Issued for these uh white agitators from antifa and po- and probably uh racist organizations that or racist people whatever uh trying to instigate and incite rioting to make the black community look bad um you know it, having dealt with the public. You know, I deal with the black community a lot, and I've never had a problem. Um, you know, in it any more than I've had with a white person, and probably less, to be honest with you. Um, so it, it's just it's it's all it's all in the eye of the beholder. However, you want to see things is how you're going to see them. But we have now a president who has said that he condemns the Ahmaud Arbery murder, the George Floyd murder. It's a lie that he is not out there speaking on it. Uh, we have, you know, supposed leaders in the black community, like Martin Luther King, the third saying no justice, no peace. Uh, defaming his father's legacy, in my opinion, and we have proof now that there are agitators coming into Minneapolis, uh, Columbus, and Pittsburgh, and those are not the only ones, but outside agitators, and by outside, I mean outside of the city or outside of the black community, Uh, agitators... Starting the riots. So I can't speak on every person. I can't speak on every riot. But uh, there are agitators out there. anarchist Antifa, and white supremacists. Trying to create a civil war in this country. And it needs to stop. The president is doing what he can to restore order. There's been enough time given for the peace, the protesters, the rioters to stop and become peaceful. Um, If, you know, and Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, Martin Luther King, the third are not doing shit to help their community. Um, If anything, they're agitating, too. So Donald Trump has got to take control of the nation. The law enforcement, including the National Guard, uh, and possibly the military, the the standing army that we have, are going to have to take the streets back. And this is horrible. I don't want to see this in America. But now going on four days of riots... And historic monuments being defaced, historic churches being burned, uh, communities being destroyed. There's really no other option on the table. Um, So, I don't know what else President Trump could do. um, Because the media won't report on the positive things he does. They won't report that he said that the Ahmad Arbery murder video was horrible. He, they won't report that he said that the uh, George Floyd murder video was tragic and sad, and the officers need to be arrested. Um, and there's a long, long time. Of frustration built up in the black community. um, And lack of leadership by the people that call themselves leaders, in my opinion. Um, It's my opinion, you know, Al Sharpton has failed his community. Uh, Others need to step up. There needs to be another Martin Luther King Jr. And it's hard in this day and age. When you've got a hundred TV outlets and social media where, you know, the community can be pulled in a hundred different directions. Oh, um, the the owner, founder of the Black Entertainment Television Network today uh, came out with a proposal to give every black American reparations for slavery. And he said that this would... Uh, settle some some tensions uh you know make up for the oppression that happened for a four hundred year period that we well it still goes on today there's still slavery today um but you know he proposed giving every black American uh x amount of dollars that added up to fourteen trillion dollars. Um, I don't know that that's the answer. Uh, Senator Tim Scott was against that. And he's uh, an African-American senator, black guy, uh, that's always been against reparations. uh, Because he, he just is. I don't know. You ask Tim Scott. So anyways, I don't have an opinion on reparations. So... There's days when I think it's justified, and there's days when I think, well, I've never owned a slave. You've never been a slave. Who owes you anything? But then there are days when I see, you know, a cop sitting on a black man's neck, killing him, going, you know, maybe we do owe the black community something. But anyways that's, that's it. So we've got leaders and we've got lacks of leaders. Um, I was harsh on Donald Trump yesterday. I mean, I think he could do more and I think he does need to do more. Um, as far as healing goes, healing the community, uh, and America. And I think you know, there needs to be a legit summit with real black leaders at the White House, mayors, government officials. Um, we'll see. Um It's kind of depressing because I want to see my country healed. I want to see black and white get along. I want to see everybody get along. And... um you know, you, you hear, well, Donald Trump's a racist. Well, why is he a racist? Well, because that's not an answer. You know, so, you know Martin Luther King the 3rd isn't going to come to the White House and tell the president what needs to be done to heal the community and bring, you know, blacks and whites together. Um, you know, Al Sharpton, even though he used to mooch off of Donald Trump, when they had mutual um, business interests, isn't going to come to the White House. You know, Jesse Jackson's not going to come to the White House. You know, I remember Jesse Jackson, when President Obama ran in 2008, He Jesse Jackson called Obama the N-word and said that he'd like to cut Obama's balls off. Yeah, that was real leadership. I guess if you can't be the first black president, Jesse, they're just, nobody can, right? I don't know. That's just depressing. Because, man, Martin Luther King Jr. was such a good guy. Such a leader. Such a hero in American history. And, you know, to see the legacy of the civil rights movement of the 60s. And the peaceful marches and people dressed nicely. Um deteriorated into this you know the riots that happened at the civil rights marches were the police rioting against the black man and the black folks just I mean just stood there and took it didn't fight back didn't throw rocks didn't throw tear gas cans back at the police Didn't set off grenades in the CNN headquarters at the police. They just stood there and manned up and took it. Well, I'll end it on that note. And uh, good night. God bless you. Pray for one another. And uh, we'll see you another time on the podcast and the YouTube videos. Music video. Solid gold. (laughs) Anyone remember that show from the 80s? Solid gold. (laughs) I'm an idiot. Goodbye, guys.